Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 348 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We're reading Revelation chapter 12 today and our focus is on what is the real biblical story of Christmas, the truth they don't want you to know, winky face. Also, what is the most hair-raising Bible verse and how can we conquer and defeat Satan? I do want to point you to our website, Bible2021.com. That's Bible2021.com. And speaking of, we only have a few days left in 2021. I would ask you to pray for me to have wisdom. I've been doing this daily podcast now for two years straight almost, over 700 episodes. I'm thinking things are going to be a little different in 2022. Not planning on stepping away from podcasting at all. But uh, I think it's going to be different. Maybe not a daily show. Anyway, stay tuned. You'll find out more about that. But I do covet your prayers in terms of uh, the leadership of God and asking for wisdom on that. Well, around 15 or so years ago, I had a bit of a revelation. Of course, I was far from the first or the, even the 10,000th person to realize this. But it was most certainly an eye-opening epiphany for me. And that is, Revelation 12 is a Christmas passage. It talks about the birth of Jesus, and I'm pretty sure it's basically the third longest passage in the New Testament that describes the birth of Jesus, so it's a big deal, but it's almost never read around Christmas time or anything like that. In fact, I was so struck at the time I had this realization when I was reading this passage that I actually wrote what would become my first book based on it. It was originally called The Dragon Who Would Eat Christmas, but I changed the title pretty quickly to The Baby Who Overcame a Dragon because I didn't want the titular character of my book to be Satan. Well, that wasn't the first book that I released, uh, but it was the first book that I wrote. And this chapter... Because of that, and really because of the deep truths it holds, holds a dear, dear place in my heart. It's absolutely one of my favorite passages of Scripture. Let's go ahead and read it. It's fascinating. Revelation chapter 12, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of twelve stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in labor and agony as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. There was a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and on its heads were seven crowns. Its tail swept away a third of the stars in heaven and hurled them to the earth, and the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she did give birth, it might devour her child. She gave birth to a son, a male who is going to rule all nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God to be nourished there for 1,260 days. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. The dragon and his angels also fought, but he could not prevail, and there was no place for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was thrown out. The ancient serpent, who is called the devil and Satan, the one who deceives the whole world, he was thrown to earth and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, The salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have now come, because the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been thrown down. They conquered him. 
by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they did not love their lives to the point of death. Therefore, rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you now with great fury, because he knows his time is short. When the dragon saw that he had been thrown down to the earth, he persecuted the woman who had given birth to the male child. The woman was given two wings of a great eagle so that she could fly from the serpent's presence to her place in the darkness where she was nourished for a time, times, and half a time. From his mouth, the serpent spewed water like a river flowing after the woman to sweep her away with a flood, but the earth helped the woman. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the river that the dragon had spewed from his mouth. So the dragon was furious with the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring, those who keep the commands of God and hold firmly to the testimony about Jesus. The dragon stood on the sand of the sea. So this chapter of Revelation really does tell a side of the Christmas story that don't most people don't really realize is in the Bible. Uh, and I will say, I was being completely silly with the title of today's episode, uh, The Truth They Don't Want You to Know. That was a totally, uh, totally a joke, evidenced by the winky face there. But Matthew 1 and Luke 2 tell the very familiar parts of Christmas, but this chapter gives us a look into the spiritual side of things, and here we discover there is a strong spiritual warfare element in Christmas. We see that. There's a woman clothed with the sun. I think that's figurative language. The moon under her feet, crown of 12 stars on her head. She's pregnant. She's crying out in labor and about to give birth, but there's this great dragon there, seven heads, 10 horns, and his tail swept a third of the stars in heaven and hurled them to the earth. We think that's symbolic for uh, the angels that followed the devil. And we get to verse 4. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that when she did give birth, it might devour her child. Now, not every single commentator agrees on this, but I believe with, uh, I don't know, 99.3% certainty that this passage is exactly what it appears to be, a description of the birth of Jesus from a spiritual perspective. In 1 Corinthians 13, Paul notes that on this side of eternity, we, quote, see through a glass dark. And I believe by that, he means that we don't see everything that is going on around us, you know, the purposes and plans of God, as well as spiritual things like angels and demons. And Revelation 12 here seems to be giving us a clearer look than normal at what went on around the birth of Jesus. And unsurprisingly, we see that Satan tried to violently stop the birth of Jesus. Now, this certainly could be an extremely symbolic way to refer to Herod's attempt to kill Jesus by killing all infant boys to and under in Bethlehem, but I suspect that was only part of the plan of the enemy. The murderous scheme of Satan, of Herod, that is, seems to have taken place some time after the birth of Jesus, months or maybe even more than a year. But this attempt by Satan to snuff out the life of Jesus seems to happen right at his birth, and it is thwarted, which brings up the biggest question I actually have about this passage. How was it thwarted? Like, how did the baby get away, right? Let's read what John wrote again. I'm not going to leave anything out. Starting in verse four, the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that when it she did give birth, it might devour her child. She gave birth to a son. Well, 
Well, John, what's up, man? Do you notice what's missing? Somewhere between the dragon slash Satan being about to chomp down on the baby in the birth of Jesus, something happens. What that something is? Well, we don't know. We're just told that the baby was born. You know, afterwards, Satan still tried to kill him, but was unsuccessful as Jesus and his family fled into the wilderness. Now, perhaps this is an instance of John being told not to write down what happened, very similar to Revelation 10, 4, which says, When the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven saying, Seal up what the seven thunders said and do not write it down. Well, whatever happened in this point, we can praise God that every attempt of Satan to destroy Jesus prematurely ended in failure. Well, next topic. What is the most hair-raising Bible verse? Well, I'm not 100% sure that Revelation 12, 7 is the single most chilling or hair-raising Bible verse in the Bible, but I'm pretty sure it's right up there. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels also fought. Wow. So this goes against almost everything we think we know about heaven. How in the world could there be war in heaven? War in heaven. It's just mind-boggling to think about, right? Every time I hear that verse or read it, like the hairs on my arm, the back of my neck tingle a little bit. War in heaven is a terrifying thought made better only by the fact that the dragon was defeated and literally kicked out of heaven. Well, final topic. How can we defeat Satan? Well, here's the thing. In terms of power, intelligence, cunning, ability, and, you know, literally every other measure, we cannot beat Satan any more than an injured baby could outbox Iron Mike Tyson in his prime. The mismatch in power and experience is vast, really too vast for us even to comprehend, and any thought otherwise is both arrogant and ignorant of what the Bible teaches about Satan, and yet, despite his power and cunning and every other advantage he has over us, there is indeed a way for Christians to overcome and prevail in the battle against Satan, but it's probably not what you expect. We read about it in verse 10 and 11, the accuser of our brothers and sisters, which is another name for Satan, in fact, that's what it means. The Hasatan is the accuser, the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been thrown down. They conquered him or they overcame him. How? By the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they did not love their lives to the point of death. Wow. That's Revelation 12, 10 and 11. The gospel the good news, the story of our rescue by the death and sacrifice of Jesus, shedding his blood so that our sins would be forgiven and how that good news applies to us personally, which is our testimony, is the one thing about us that has the power to conquer a foe as great as the enemy. So proclaim your testimony, which it really isn't about you at all, is it? It's about the blood of the lamb that has saved and redeemed you. It's about what he did. And that testimony combined with the cleansing power of the lamb's blood can and will prevail against the enemy. Well, let's close out today with our Bible memory passage for the month of December. It's Revelation 5 verse 12, and it says this, they said with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who is slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Amen. Yes, he is worthy. 
Well, good day to you, friends. Tell somebody about the show if you get a chance. And Godspeed.